The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now, here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. I'm calling the angels down. I'm storming the gates of hell. Tell the devil he don't own my soul. I'm taking back what the enemy stole. I'm raising the battle cry. All right, good afternoon and welcome to The View from a Pew. And uh, you say, well, now that that's a different opening, Mac. Is it still The View from a Pew? Uh, yes, it is. But this is a special feature that we're going to do from time to time. And it's taking it all back. And Terhune Wells is the voice you hear. He, and uh, he was the inspiration for me to use his music as an opening, closing, etc. And the song you hear is Take It All Back, and it's, uh, I'll read you uh, what the, the, the main, uh, not chorus, but the, yeah, the chorus is, and I think you'll understand that this is a, a show about um, uh, spiritual warfare. And I don't mean witches and Ouija boards. I mean the stuff that we all deal with every day. And if you're not aware of it, over the course of time, we'll slowly get you some answers on uh, spiritual warfare. Because like I said, it's not the paranormal and all that stuff. This is the battle between Jesus and Satan. And we are... Um, well, my guest today is Gary from Sunny Slope. Is it fair? Is it a fair to say that we're basically the pawns in the spiritual warfare battle between Jesus and Satan, or is that too simple? Well, I think certainly we're the soldiers, and that we're actually described that way in Scripture. Okay, you know, that we are we are the soldiers. But some of us are soldiers for one side. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the others are soldiers from another side. Absolutely. And a lot of the ones for the one side, that would be the devil's side, they don't even realize it. Yeah. But they're doing his bidding anyway. Yeah, that we, you and I have talked about this. That was me before Jesus mugged me. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I was a God guy. I went to church every Sunday. Didn't know about this Jesus fellow, but, you know, I was a God guy. What's God going to retire and, you know, move on? Um, but then when Jesus came along and said, hey, Mac, you're mine, I began to realize how much work I had done for Satan. Absolutely. Because I was my own God. Well, the Apostle Paul, before he became a Christian, just known as Saul of Tarsus, he was, he was a soldier for the devil because he was trying to destroy the church and lead Christians away from Christ. Yeah. But he he did, he probably wouldn't have known that, would no, he? No, because he thought he was really doing the will of God. He was so fervent, he thought serving God was going to be to destroy Christianity. Yeah, so the, the good news, which is 90% of spiritual warfare, is for you and I to recognize how we're being used in this battle. The 10% left is, as Gary said, so many times people, and I'm one of them, didn't realize 
that I had a idol uh, of a god, and it was Satan, because he he's pretty good at just staying in the background. Oh yeah. But anything that's tied to um, idols, anything that's tied to addiction, today we're going to talk about morality, and anything that's tied to something that brings us away from God. Remember, God does not ever walk away from us. He never leaves. We walk away from him, and we do that through, uh, like I just said, bad habits, addictions, uh, sexual paralysis, morality. That's what we're going to talk about today. And right now in this country, and uh, if you disagree, I'm okay with that, but the attack is on our children. It's probably always been on our children, but now, I mean, they're getting them at five and six and seven years old. When I grew up, it was, you know, was I going to sneak a cigarette or drink a beer on a Saturday night on a country road in Beatrice, Nebraska? But now uh, our our kids are almost fully in, enveloped into Satan. And part of that reason is, is we've removed God from, from school. Uh, we've removed God from the public scene to yeah. a great extent. I mean, I think you and I both came from a place that in in grade school, we'd start with a Pledge of Allegiance. We'd stand up in school and put our hand on our heart, and and God was always present. There was a picture of the Ten Commandments there. A lot of courtrooms had the Ten Commandments there. And Satan, through working with whoever, whoever has said, God's not the most important thing in my life, I am. That's the kind of the calling card for Satan to work with humans, I think, probably. Yeah, I actually, for a, for a while, in sixth grade, for a few months, uh, I lived in Tennessee and went to a rural school, old school, and uh, there the teacher began every class, every morning, with Bible reading and prayer. Yeah. And, you know, of course, that's taboo now. Well, it's taboo because Satan is using people, um, and here's a question I want to ask you. It says in the Bible where uh, God hardens somebody's heart. Now, is God hardening the heart of those, or is Satan hardening the heart? How, how does that work? Well, where that talks about is uh, it's referring to Pharaoh. Yeah. You know, in the days when God sent Moses to tell Pharaoh, let my people go, go into the wilderness so they can worship me. And so people wonder, well, why would, why would God harden Pharaoh's heart against that? Yeah. But you, know, you need to read the text there. Pharaoh hardened his own heart five or six times, and then God stepped in and hardened his heart another five or six times. I believe it was five times each. And, but, of course, God knows the heart of an individual, and Pharaoh was not going to let the people go. Yeah. Well. And uh, God, God demonstrated, I'm God, okay? I'm going to show you. You've already hardened your heart five times. Now let me work on you. Okay. Well, uh, we're studying this in one of my, my, my Bible studies, but even in, in the New Testament in John 12, uh, Jesus quotes Isaiah where he says, Lord, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? But the people couldn't believe, for as Isaiah also said, the Lord has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so their eyes cannot see and their hearts cannot understand. And they cannot turn to me because 
they could not turn to me and have me heal them. Yeah. And kind of a parallel text in the New Testament to that is the second half of Romans chapter 1. Okay. And there it talks about where people became so engulfed in worldliness, and it begins with idolatry, the worship of idols, and idolatry removes God from the picture. Right. And when we're talking about morality, when you remove God from the picture, there is no basic standard for what we would call goodness. God is goodness. And so when you remove him from the picture, the devil walks in and all kinds of evil then becomes abundant in the mindset of people and in you know society as a whole. So in that second half of Romans chapter 1, it talks about, in fact, it says three, three or four times it uses the language, God gave them up or God gave them over to a debased mind to let them wallow in their own sin. And so it, from, from our human perspective, we wonder, well, when do you give up on somebody? We don't have that insight that God has, that Jesus has. But God has that insight. He knows when a person is beyond the point of, of you know, he's at beyond the point of no return. But he's beyond the point of choosing. That's correct. He, he hasn't gone too far in God's eyes. He's just made the decision. You know, you and I have talked about this before. I don't like the term free will. Uh, we don't have our own will. We're either operating in God's will or we're not. But we do have free choice. That's the choice. And when we walk away from God, it's called sinful nature. Yeah. Or that's what I call it. Yeah. And that would be a way to put it. All right. So over the next four shows that you're going to hear on uh, the radio and on YouTube and on all the different sites that we're on, uh, we are going to talk about how we need to take back morality. We need to begin to choose to teach our children and adults that God is a necessary part of this world. And what Satan is doing to us is destroying us. Correct. Because in the end, he doesn't care. He knows how it ends. So he's just out there to mess us up. So we're going to start with a respect for God and Christ, which we've kind of started on this. And then we're going to take back sexual morality, take back honest honesty and integrity, and then take back faithfulness. So those will be the four shows, uh, maybe even five shows that we do on this topic. And again, my guest the whole time will be uh, Minister Gary from Sunny Slope, 108, uh, just north of 108th and Maple here in Omaha. Services at? Bible classes on Sunday mornings at 9.30. Okay. Followed by worship at 10.30. Okay. Sunday evening, come back for another period of worship and Bible study at 6 o'clock. Okay. Wednesday evenings, 6.30, midweek Bible classes. All right, so services on Sunday at 9, no, Bible study at 9.30 on Sunday, 10.30 a service, and then Sunday evening, 6 o'clock, Bible study or service? Both. Both, and then Wednesdays at 6.30. Correct. All right, and that is Sunny Slope. I have been to that service many times. I love that church. Um, You just have a really good team. It's a great family. Yeah, really I'm is. trying to think of the guy who directs the people when they sing. Well, we have about six or seven of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> they switch off. <laughs> okay, well, it, it, it's a fun church, and if you're like me and you like to visit, 
different churches. Put that one on your list. Um, and if you don't want to go by your lonesome, you let me know and I'll take you there. But you will find, as you said, you really are a family. Because it's not that big. No. Uh, how many people do you have at a service? Well, since COVID, we're almost back to where we were pre-COVID. And so we're usually over 100 now Yeah. on Sunday morning. Yeah. So if, if you like a small church, that's a perfect church. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll talk more about Sunny Slope and, and all that as we go on. All right. When we come back, we're going to start for Respect for God and Christ, which we've kind of started. Uh, and this show is called I'm Taking It Back. And let me again read you the theme. It says, I'm calling the angels down. I'm storming the gates of hell. Tell the devil he don't own my soul. I'm taking back what the enemy stole. I'm raising the battle cry. I'm holding the banner high. With the power of the Holy Ghost, I'm taking back what the enemy stole. And it is a a new show that we're doing around here. Still the view from a pew. I just want to spend some time on spiritual warfare and going to do it enough so that you understand uh, kind of where we're coming from. As I said, it's not about witches and Ouija boards. We do want to thank our worldwide sponsor, and that is, of course, uh, DivineTruthChristian.com. DivineTruthChristian.com. When you order something from that website, you actually talk to one of the family members that own that. So you do have a, a website which gives you everything they have, but in the end... You're not giving your credit card number to a machine or anything like that. You're talking to somebody, one of the family members at Divine Truth Christian. I'm Mac McCoy. If I haven't told you lately, thanks for listening. Love this job. Couldn't do it without you. Right here on The View from a Pew on webcast1live.com. Divine Truth.